Welcome to Cincinnati Foodies, a new community podcast talking all things food in the greater Cincinnati area. Subscribe to our channel for quick 15 to 20 minute bi-weekly updates on restaurant openings, closings, rumors, news, and more. We are your top secret foodie hosts, O-N-G, and we're keeping our identities hidden for now or until this podcast is so huge that we can't hide it anymore. Hey, and welcome back to the Cincinnati Foodies podcast. We have so much to get into this week. What are we drinking this week? I think we have another dry one this week. (laughs) (laughs) It has been a crazy time and I have a super crazy day, so I'm just going to wing it. You? I'm drinking a Diet Coke. Love it. No surprise there. (laughs) (laughs) So how was your week, G? I was out of town most of the last two weeks. We went to Disneyland for a few days, and I love it there so much. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And I guess some of it is foodie-related because we ate at the Blue Bayou restaurant that I've always wanted to try. Mm -hmm. So that's the restaurant situated inside of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Mm. And it's just so magical. There's, like, shooting stars that go on the ceiling, and it's set up like you're sitting outside on the bay at night. And you can see everybody on the ride coming in on the boats and you can wave at them and they like wave back. So that's fine. <laughs> oh, nice. We ate steaks by candlelight and had hurricanes to drink. Ooh. And it's just, I love it there. Then we did a brunch at the Plaza Inn, which is one of the restaurants in the front of the park on Main Street. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, okay, I'm not a big fan of buffets. I'd rather just like order the food that I want and have it brought to me instead mm-hmm. of waiting in all these lines. Yeah. Um, the real value in that was having all the characters come up to the table and being able to take pictures and have the kids get their autographs and all that kind of stuff. Sure. So. Some people are really into like the Disney street foods, but I Mm -hmm. don't get into it a whole lot because when I'm walking around the park all day, I'm not really like trying to eat too much. I Mm -hmm. mostly just go to the restaurants to sit down. (laughs) Right. Well, because Disney has no shade or like anything like that. So yeah, there are entire like blogs and Instagrams that are just about the food. Right. Yeah, for sure. So so, yeah. So we went to some of the restaurants, but not really for the food, but Mm -hmm. it was fun. Yeah, cool. So taking it back to Cincinnati, I wanted to touch on the themed nights and the specials at Top of the Park, which is located inside of the Phelps Hotel in downtown Mm -hmm. Cincinnati. So on Tuesdays, they have Taco Tuesdays. Uh, Has anyone told them about the fact that they might get sued for using Taco Tuesday? (laughs) We should tell them. Yeah. Um, So they offer $12 Baja tacos, $12 wontons. And $6 drafts featuring local beers. Mm. On Wednesdays, they have Wine Down Wednesdays where they offer petite charcuterie boards for two people. And they have $10 glasses of wine and $10 off bottles of wine. Oh, nice. Yeah. And every Thursday, they showcase a local distillery or brewery and offer a special flight option that is paired with sliders that are dressed to complement the libations. And they also feature a signature cocktail that evening. Oh, what awesome. night? What night would you go? Um, I'll literally all three. I feel like I'm a wind down Wednesday kind of girl. Yeah, that's not surprising. Um, Friday and Saturday nights they have they either have live music or they have a DJ. Oh, so, cool! Something okay. fun every every day of the week. Yeah, definitely love that. So, how was your week, Al? 
let's see. Since we recorded last, I went to Kings Island and tried out their new, like, healthier Mediterranean option by the front gate. It was definitely not bad, like, for Kings Island food. Pro tip. Yeah. You can order. You'll like this. So the way it's set up, you go in and you order a meat and a bread and a side, right? And there's right. A, it's like a meal price. But you can get a vegetarian option, which is three sides. So like if you got like a Greek salad and some couscous and like, you know, something else, you could have something really healthy. So that's nice. I, I, um, I love a good pro tip. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> see what else. I had some delicious wings and drinks at Senate while my kids watched The Greatest Showman in Summit Park oh, nice. as part of their summer movie series. And then it was our anniversary, so we kind of skipped the movie and went and had a little date. I hit up Chef Kayla Robinson's burger pop-up, which was amazing oh yeah yeah i'll post about it on instagram it's every friday from 11 to 2 and you can find more out on last week's episode where i interviewed the chef so if you missed that go back and listen and then I stopped by both mom and M locations the last two <laughs> weeks. I had coffee with a friend at um, the one in the camp. And then the Madisonville one is actually having their one-year anniversary this weekend. I so saw you should, that. Yeah. So everybody should definitely stop by and say hi and tell them that your Cincinnati foodies sent you there. Today I had the banana almond butter toasty and it's like drizzled in honey and it's just so gooey and it's like two napkins and you got to go wash your hands. <laughs> but <laughs> sounds, it's so delicious. Sounds like it's worth it though. Right? I mean, it's got bananas on it, so it's healthy, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that. Uh, yeah. I also had lunch at a client's restaurant in Sims Township. It's called Lentils. It's on Montgomery Road near Union Cemetery, like right by that Kroger gas station off the Field Zertel exit. It's so good. It's Mediterranean food, delicious. I had a kofta wrap and some Greek fries. Well, I've had hang like on. Yeah. What's a kofta wrap? It's like it's like a gyro, but instead of sliced meat, it's like kofta is kind of like it's kind of like a Mediterranean meatball, but it's shaped like a stick. Okay. I, yeah, it's delicious. Is it and ground? It, like, yes. So it's like kind of ground meat around it's a like stick? It's like ground and formed. It's not actually on a stick. I mean, you can get like a kofta kebab, but they like take it off the kebab and put it in a gyro, like in Got a it. pita. Yeah. So that was delicious. And I had Greek fries. They actually make them a little different than most places. They don't just put like the feta on top. They also put some dressing on top. <laughs> so you oh. get a little of that like vinegar tang. So that's fries with like feta and some drizzled mm -hmm. dressing on top. Yeah. So oh, delicious. I, I could eat that. Right? Oh, you'd really like this place. And then <laughs> they always bring you like a little lentil soup while you're waiting for your food. It's so good. Um, but my big highlight was attending the preview night for the new Piata in Western Hills on Glenway. Um, I got to meet the executive chef who looks like he is straight out of a Food Network show. Like he has spiky <laughs> blonde hair and always wears a scarf. It's such a vibe. Um, Love it. Yeah. But um, so we got to talk about everything that they have to offer. And I have to be honest, I kind of thought this place was basically like Italian Chipotle, but it's definitely not that simple. Like, 
Okay, that's what I was thinking too, because I was out of town and I was like, haha, you get to go. I know, right? But no, it's like, so it's set up similarly. Like you choose whether you want like a salad or a wrap or pasta, and then you kind of pick the style. Like you can get a diablo or a different kind of pasta style, and then you can choose which kind of pasta you want. Do you want spaghetti noodles or penne? And then you can kind of go down the line and like add or subtract as you go down. But they're like making the pasta right there for you. Like they're sauteing it in a pan. They use fresh salmon that is cooked to order. They use grass-fed beef, local Michigan and Ohio tomatoes, organic corn. Like this place is legit. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's not like fine dining, obviously. It's like fast casual, you know, better than going to like McDonald's takeout. You know what I mean? But it's like a healthier version. The the ingredients are quality. That's what I'm saying. There's like there's some local stuff. There's some yeah. organic ingredients that exactly. in front of you. Exactly. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Now, on the unhealthy side, I did try a sample of the piata stick that they have. It's like a bread twist kind of thing. They have one with pepperoni and one that's like Parmesan. Um, if you're watching your calories, like I might not order a whole one. It's <laughs> huge and like creeping up on a thousand calories. I kid you not. Whoa. But yeah, it's like I think it's like 850 or something. But if you're in for a splurge do it and they just launched their new stick scription so foodies will be among the first to know you can pay $6.99 a month and get a free piata stick and drink every time you go in and order an entree so it's normally like $6.50 so if you go in more than once a month it could really add up to good savings I'm not gonna lie I really like this place for sure oh that was that's a cool thing they call it a stick scription yeah (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was cute that was my week. Okay, so first we're going to talk about places that have actually opened <laughs> and then places that plan to open because we have a lot of big announcements of projects you guys are definitely going to want to know about, mm-hmm. but we figured you'll also want to know where you can go now. So let's get into it for openings that are actually open. <laughs> okay, awesome. So first is Binsky's Bar. It's the newest addition to the community of Camp Washington. It's just south of Popple, right off the highway. And it is the creation of Cincinnati Bar industry veteran Keel Erdelak. I'm sorry if I didn't do that right. Sounds, the, good. Sounds good to me. Right? Um <laughs> The bar's name and decor pay tribute to Erdelak's Chicago roots and his family's history. So they offer a variety of drinks and simple foods. Binsky's provides a friendly local hangout atmosphere with games, music, outdoor seating. Um, in addition to being a community hub, the bar also plans to host traditional Does it say traditional meat raffles? It sure does. Okay. (laughs) Traditional meat raffles, which is a staple in northern Midwestern states like Minnesota, Wisconsin, and the Dakotas. Um, The (laughs) raffles involve customers buying tickets and then some type of meat, whether it's ribs or a cut of steak or sausage, it's raffled off throughout the night. So that is so (laughs) fun. I love that. Right. They also plan to collaborate with local organizations to give back to the neighborhood so i love that is this the place that had the malort yes it is so i remember didn't we talk about this on a previous episode and 
Malort has a peculiar tasting situation going yes, on. Yes, it sure does. Yeah. And I forget. I described it. You like, did. I Someone quoted it and whatever they said was so funny. So It really was. Go back and listen to that. <laughs> but he might be a fun one to interview on the podcast. I feel oh, like this I guy agree. has a lot of personality having mm-hmm. a bar like this. I agree. I've kind of been stalking them since they opened um, on Instagram and I really need to get out there. I've yeah gotta do it let's go the, the camp's doing good they have some good places that are opening up now I they wanna, like, do you can it's almost like a destination now where you can go and try all the places for sure there's another coffee shop that's opening up like right across the street from Binsky's in an old pnc and oh. it's like it's very cool the building's very like mid-century and it's supposed to be like a place where you can just go have a coffee and like chill and work all day um so yeah that that's i love that we'll have to look into we'll have to look into that and report about it next week for sure next episode yes and then 272 bakery opened up in the gaslight district in clifton they're a small bakery hiding highlighting seasonal produce scratch made pastry sourdough breads and baked goods and there is also a small patio area to sit in so i will have to check that out I think you'll really like this place. It looks really good and it looks legit. Like yeah. some bakeries, I'm like, I don't know. This place looks legit. They, I was looking at their Instagram. They don't mm-hmm. have a lot up, but they're, they have pictures of the big, giant, flaky looking croissants. Ooh. Yeah. So definitely got to get in there. For sure. Okay. So Solstice will be open very soon. I'm going to the soft opening on Friday, June 23rd, and I can't wait because it sounds right up my alley. The mm-hmm. owners were quoted as saying, Solstice is a culinary celebration of flavors found throughout all the regions of the tropics. He said the name spoke to what we are doing. What's in those tropic regions, the play between light and dark, sweet and sour, and salt and vinegar. Ooh, I love this. Yeah, I saw one of their posts the other day where they're like, everybody keeps asking, is this a Mexican restaurant? And they're like, (laughs) no. So, I mean, they'll have foods from Mexico, but it's like, there's a lot more to the tropics than just Mexico. So, yeah, it sounds really good. I love like yin and yang foods. Like I love things that just pack a flavor and like I love the salt and sweet combinations Mm -hmm. and like the light and dark and all that. So I... I think I'm going to love this place. I'm excited. Yeah. I can't wait to hear about it. Um, Another place that is actually open (laughs) is, and this is another one where I'm like, wait, I didn't know that. Um, Right. Gold Star in Anderson Township on Beachmont Avenue is serving Tom and Chi out of the restaurant. So apparently this is not surprising to people that know stuff because the apparent company that owns Gold Star acquired Tom and Chi back in 2017. I knew that they had gotten bought out, but I didn't know it was by the parent company that owns Gold Star. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I even knew there was a parent company that owned Gold Star. I didn't. Well, I didn't either until I was doing research for the podcast and yeah. I was like oh wow that's kind of cool and wasn't I pretty sure Tom and she was on like Shark Tank or something it was yeah, yeah right okay yeah. that's what I thought so the article that we're sourcing from was talking about the fact that they're gonna put this concept in more locations but for, for now Tom and she is inside the Gold Star at the Anderson location I think feel like they need to do I'm not like a big 
we've talked about this. I'm not a big gold star person, <laughs> but right. like, I want to see gold star chili in a grilled cheese. I could be down for that. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Like that just, that should be a no brainer. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm going to have to go over there and see if they, I don't know if they have the menu online or not. Yeah. I haven't wow. been to a Tom and Chi in a long time. We used to go to the one in Newport all the time. And then there is one in Kings Island. So my son is very like, hey, what's this here? <laughs> so. so fun fact, I've never tried it. Never. Oh, been. really? Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's good. I have not, what I have not tried there, they're kind of famous for doing grilled cheese donuts. Oh, that's right. I, I, I do like sweet and salty sometimes. Like, love a lot of, like, good flaky sea salt in my chocolate chip cookie. That, I'm not, I don't think I'm ready for that. I would eat that. Yeah. See, I don't like, like, chocolate-covered pretzels and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Okay, anyway. so, <laughs> so now we're moving into a place that's actually opening soon. Mm. Queen City Burger Co. will officially be open on June 24th at on the Rhine eatery downtown on court street so i always see the logo for this place and i am always like why don't i know what this is and then i remember it's the place that's above the kroger in that new building oh right yeah and every time i'm like when are you ever gonna remember this good call yeah i know yeah and i was looking at the menu it looks pretty simple straightforward american Mm -hmm. Fried chicken sandwiches, burgers, that kind of thing. So. Gotcha. Okay, cool. We'll have to check it out. I haven't actually been to the On the Rhine Eatery at all. There's a bunch of different, like, it's like food stall kind of style, right. I think. I know uh, Westside Brewing has a little outpost there. So, yeah, we, we'll have to make that trip. Also opening soon is the Roy Rogers has announced their second location. If you remember, we went to the opening that they had over in Cleves. When they opened, they invited us in and told you that they are going to have a bunch of locations. I think it was like nine throughout the greater Cincinnati area. So the second location is officially going to be in Florence and that is expected to be open later this year. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a Crumble Cookies opening on the west side. It's going to be across the street from Western Hills Plaza. And this will be Crumble's fifth location in the Cincinnati area. They have over 800 locations across the United States. Mm-hmm. Do you like Crumble Cookies? Um, so I tend to like their specialty flavors. Some of okay. them are completely insane. I really like, like <laughs> the cornbread one. They have like one that they do that's just like a like triple dark chocolate that's my jam. Um, I've honestly, I would never order their chocolate chip cookie because I don't like milk chocolate and that's what they have in it. So it's just an automatic no for me. But um, what gets me about Crumble, have you seen their Instagram? Yes. Like no one has ever made cookies sexier. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I, I love the sounds too. I wish that like Instagram would pick them up and make them trending. Mm -hmm. I don't know where they get them from, but they are very like hip and cool and with it on Instagram. Oh Oh, yeah. They're there. It's that, well, I think the people behind it are like tech people. So it's all about, yeah, it's all about the app. They have a loyalty program. Their app is super user-friendly and super cute. Um, But uh, yeah. Do you like them? I do, but it depends what's on the menu. Sure. Sometimes there will be one that's like calling my name 
And other times I'm like, eh, not worth the calories. <laughs> oh, the calories are like astronomical. Right? Because you yeah. have to be prepared to consume a lot of gluten <laughs> and a lot of calories if you're going to eat them. Yes. Um, I took a behind the scenes tour at the Oakley location and it is cool. They really do make everything there from scratch. Um, but it is also crazy to me how much of a following they have. Mm-hmm. It, I just wonder if it's one of those like viral things, like with the frozen yogurt, where there was a huge surge of frozen yogurt places. And then like now most of them are gone, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if crumble cookies is going to be around forever or if it's just a fad. What do you think? I feel like it's pretty timeless. I Here's my thing. I feel like we go through trends in most baked goods like it was cupcakes and then it was ice cream and then it was you know and but I feel like like cookies isn't really a thing like you don't see a bunch of different cookie places popping up there's that one place that's open really late at night and that's their thing like you can come get fresh cookies at like two in the morning oh yeah there's that place yeah but they've been around forever and so I don't feel I feel like if we start seeing like cookie places pop up everywhere, then that might be an issue. But for, I feel like it's a pretty sustainable business model and they're, they're franchised. So I actually, my clients own a couple of the crumbles and they are, I also have some secret foodie news. There's going to be a very popular chicken place, like a fried chicken place. Like they do hot chicken coming to Cincinnati that is not in Ohio yet. So we will definitely give you details on that when we can give you more, but yeah. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I feel like cookies are really timeless. And the fact that crumble changes their menu every week helps keep things interesting. Agreed. And I really don't get them often because I feel like so full after eating one, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that kind of keeps me coming back, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I only eat them every once in a while. I know. And this is the hard part about it. So the first time I went to a crumble, I did not, I, I didn't know anything about them. I didn't realize they were like the size of your head. So <laughs> I had like downloaded the app and ordered and they're so smart because we, so we have four people in our house and some of t- sometimes we have different tastes or whatever, or, but we want, we each want to pick a flavor, right? So right. we're not going to just order one, but honestly we could split one into fourths and be fine. Right. But so, and the way they do the packs, it's like a one pack or a four pack. There's not like a two pack. And instead of ordering two one packs, I always get the four pack. It's freaking genius. I do too. (laughs) And I like how user-friendly the app is. Like you were saying, you think there's some techies behind it. And Mm -hmm. there might be some moms behind it, honestly, because I like (laughs) that I can just roll through there without having to get my kids out of the car. Oh yeah. The curbside pickup, like the best thing to come out of COVID. But so many places have stopped doing curbside pickup. Yeah, I agree. And but, that, that's a mistake. And I continue to support the ones that keep doing it. <laughs> Same. It's my favorite thing ever. Okay. I actually didn't do curbside pickup at Target today. And I was like, what was I thinking? Why oh, am I making myself go in the store? Right. So dumb. <laughs> yeah. So dumb. Um, okay. So, and then opening, another opening-ish. Um, <laughs> So the 21C Museum Hotel's Metropole Restaurant and the rooftop at the 21C have undergone a revamp, introducing executive chef Zachary Barnes and a new Peruvian-style menu. Uh, I know, right? So Barnes, who started as a line cook at the hotel in 2021, says the menu is inspired by his international influences 
with a Southern touch. So I love that. Uh, we eat a lot of Peruvian style food in my house. So I am pretty excited to check that out. Yeah, I think we should do like a foodie date down there and check it out. For sure. Bee's Barbecue, known for its smoked brisket, is opening a second location at the site of former Pontiac and Over the Rhine. The new venue is expected to open between mid-August and early September, and they will expand their menu and maintain a neighborhood sports-focused atmosphere. Owner and pitmaster Brendan Haig, who built his business through word of mouth and pop-ups, opened the first Bee's in Madisonville during the pandemic, which will continue operations. Awesome. Love that. I am, I, there are so many people that would absolutely come after me. I'm not a huge barbecue person. Like I I like (laughs) it. I like it, but it just, I always feel terrible the next day. Really? Yeah. Like I always, my joints are swollen. I don't know what it is that they put in the rub. I don't know if it's a lot of salt or what it is that they put in, in the rubs everywhere. I get it. Like I wake up the next morning feeling terrible. That's crazy. I'm definitely a barbecue girl like, yeah. and I feel great after I eat it. <laughs> yeah. And I like a meat centered meal. Like I like to eat a lot of protein and then have sides, but I more like want light fresh sides. And I feel like the sides that come with barbecue are all very heavy, like greens and mac and cheese. And like, I, yeah, I, it is, it is a heavy food. It's a heavy meal. I know I'm going to get like blasted, but that's just where I'm at. I want to like it more, but you know. But I'm totally friends with Brendan Haig on mm-hmm. Facebook. So mm-hmm. I did send him a message and we'll see if I can get him on the podcast. Nice. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> the former Gala Park gastro restaurant space at the banks is being transformed. Now there will still be a restaurant in there and it's actually going to be nation's fourth location. They started in Pendleton. They have one in Westwood and then they have another one coming in the Gatherall, right? Right. I'm okay. Pretty sure you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so they're going to partner with bet MGM and the Cincinnati reds and open up in that space. So we announced that Gallup Park closed a few episodes ago, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep, they sure did. <laughs> Maybe I should have had some alcohol today. Um, <laughs> but so this move follows the legalization of sports betting in Ohio in January, which has since resulted in a $526 million gambling volume in the greater Cincinnati area alone, which is completely nuts. That's completely insane. Yeah. And then another announcement of something to open, Mad Tree Brewing plans to open a third location called Mad Tree Parks and Rec, which I am obsessed with. I love that. (laughs) Um, In a 15,000 square foot former airplane hangar at Blue Ashes Summit Park that is currently being used by the park staff. Um, The space will feature indoor and outdoor tap rooms, a private event area, and recreational facilities. Aiming for LEED Gold certification, the venue will maintain Summit Park sustainability efforts. The brewery is known for repurposing historic spaces with locations in Oakley and over the Rhine. Um, And I'm super excited about this. Um, The building is like right off of Glendale Milford Road and there's a huge parking lot over there by where the dog run is. So you can kind of like see it if you're looking down from the observation tower, which is actually currently not open. But um, yeah, very cool. Sounds cool. I love anything that has to do with airplanes. So yeah. And check it out. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. Okay, so I was doing a little self-care last week at Refresh Mm -hmm. Wellness at Harper's Point in Montgomery, 
and I came across a new revolving sushi restaurant that's going to be opening. <laughs> Very cool. It's called Kawa Sushi, and I literally cannot wait. Like, literally <laughs> cannot. Because I'm not even that much of an adventurous sushi eater. Mm-hmm. But I just want to sit there and take the little plates off the revolver <laughs> and, like, try new things. It just sounds like so much fun, and I'm glad we're getting one in the area. I think this is the only one. I know there was a place in Cold Springs, Kentucky that put one in, mm-hmm. but they since have closed, and I don't think anything has reopened in that spot. So no. I think this is the only one. All right. And also, I did want to do a little plug for Refresh Wellness. This was my first time going to like one of those places where it's like a private sauna, and then you go into the cryotherapy chamber, and then you do red light therapy. And then they do like compression boots or compression on your hips afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I felt really great. Like I was surprised. I feel like we've been eating so many different foods and at so many different restaurants. (laughs) And I'm so off my routine with traveling and everything. So I really did feel like it flushed my body of toxins and got rid of like all the extra water weight. So it's a great thing to do before like a big event or something. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty excited about this place. I've been going to a place and doing like red light sauna and compression and cryo, but it's kind of far away from where I am. And so this place is much more central for me. So I'm going to definitely check them out soon. Check it out, girl. You know it. (laughs) Okay, so... Four Entertainment Group, also known as 4EG, has relocated its fast casual restaurant, Keystone's Mac Shack, to the eastern side of University of Cincinnati's Uptown Campus. The original location on Calhoun Street, which had been operating for six years, was closed. The new venue completed its first week of business on June 8th, becoming 4EG's only Mac Shack location in Cincinnati. Okay, now 4EG has a ton of bars and restaurants in Cincinnati, right? Um, yes, they do. Uh, they have Igby's, Japs, Roosevelt Room, and Liberty Township, Rosedale, um, the Stretch, Low Spark, Righteous Room, Pilar. Oh, I didn't know Pilar was theirs. Um, yeah. Killer Queens, um, there and Keystone in Clifton. They also they used to have a Keystone on the West Side. It was good. We really like the Mac Shack, um, but. Yeah, so I, I didn't know they owned that many places. That's crazy. Well, they also have locations in Chicago, Columbus, and Kentucky. Oh, look at that. Killing it. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into closings from the last two weeks. It looks like, unfortunately, we might have more than one. Um, Cincinnati Symposium and Wine Bar, which also owns Old Republic Larder, They it was like a sandwich shop that literally just opened in the old space where Boomtown Buns was, they've permanently closed. So both establishments, which opened in 2022, cited financial difficulties as the main reason for the closure. Their co-owner, Aaron Owen, pointed to rising costs of food, rent, labor as significant challenges. These concerns mirror a statewide trend with 80% of Ohio restaurant owners reporting that food costs have increased and um, 83% noting that labor costs have been increasing since January 2023. Owen has no immediate plans to open any other restaurants. So that's a bummer. Um, I hadn't, I was literally, uh, ORL was on my list because I was like, oh, this new place just opened and I was ready to go. Um, uh, Symposium I've been to once and wanted to get back to, but they had like tapas and it was good. Bummer. 
Yeah, I think it's just so challenging to be a restaurant owner right now. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like we have this podcast. We want to lift up local businesses and just remind you guys of all the amazing ones out there that you can support. Yeah, for sure. Um, make sure you're always supporting your favorite places because you just never know what they might be going through. Um, and every time you go there, like, be a foodie. Be us. Take a picture. Throw it up on your Instagram stories. It takes two seconds. Tag them. Like, I know some local restaurants that they do posts on their page, but, like, the only thing I ever see in the, in their stories is them resharing stories of everyday people that are posting about being at their restaurant and that's just really great you're spreading the word for them and something that you know it doesn't cost any extra right totally agree we're just gonna get into foodie news for this week so udf officially has their peach ice cream available and this always makes me feel like it's summer in cincinnati Mm -hmm. the ice cream has big chunks of peach in it and like Man, I'm literally drooling just thinking about it now. It's absolutely my favorite. <laughs> I grew so, up with it. <laughs> did you? Yeah. yeah, I did too, but I actually can no longer consume UDF's ice cream. It makes me sick. Um, oh, no. So, <laughs> but I'll be looking forward to Grater's peach ice cream because that is my go-to. Nolia Kitchen, an over-the-Rhine restaurant recently nominated as a top 10 finalist for the James Beard Award, was vandalized when a brick was thrown through a window. Despite the damage, no one was hurt and the restaurant has resumed business. Chef and owner Jeffrey Harris appreciated the community's continued support following the incident. Over-the-Rhine Salazar restaurant and bar was burglared for the second time, marking a recent wave of similar incidents in the area. An empty cash register was stolen and property was damaged. This follows several similar burglaries in the area over the past few weeks where thieves often targeted alcohol. OTR Chamber of Commerce Board has voiced concern over the situation. This goes back to what we were saying about, you know, supporting your favorite restaurants. Just keep doing that. And if you you know anything about these situations, please call the police. Like, this is not cool. Yeah. So FCC has a new technology that allows you to pay with your palm at uh, the grab and go snack bar areas. So basically, I know, right? So you just like attach a credit card to your account and ask, um, you you can ask a staff member to help you with that if you don't know how to do it. And then you just walk around, grab whatever you'd like and leave without waiting in the line. There are 96 cameras watching you, so they'll see what you take and (laughs) charge your card. This is very cool. It's a really, like, advanced stadium, I have to say. It is. But I don't know if I like 96 cameras watching (laughs) me, (laughs) but anything is better than waiting in line. It is. And I'm I'm just one of those people that assumes cameras are watching me anyway. We're just getting there as a society. So, except apparently at night outside of our restaurants in OTR. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. But yeah. So this is cool. Montgomery Inn's barbecue sauce was listed as one of the top five best barbecue sauces, according to Bon Appetit editors. Hmm. The sauce is listed alongside a Texas flavor two Carolina sauces, and a Japanese barbecue sauce. They describe the Montgomery sauce as striking the perfect balance of sweet and smoky with molasses and tamarind, bolstering a thick tomato base. That just makes my mouth water. I know. This is something that as an adult I've grown to like. I actually really did not like Montgomery and barbecue sauce growing up. I thought it was too sweet. Um, but now like I'm able to really, my palate picks up on those other flavors and I really like it, which is nice. I do too. I always keep it in my fridge because yeah. if I'm eating, 
it's like not very good. I just put some Montgomery <laughs> sauce on it. <laughs> it's like Cincinnati ketchup, baby. Right? Yes. So I thought we'd close the episode with a little roundup of some stuff going on. So this weekend, if you're listening to it right out of the gate, the um, 23rd through the 25th weekend. So there are two things going on. A, it's Pride here in Cincinnati. So make sure you check out all of the Pride events that are going on. And then it's also the Panagiri Festival, the annual Greek festival. You park at St. Xavier over in like the College Hill area and then take a shuttle over to the Panagiri Festival. And you like, as soon as you get there, you can just smell all of the yummy Greek food. So definitely check that out. And then for July 4th, if you're looking for some things to do, there's always fun things happening when the weather's nice. So the Phelps is hosting a July 4th fireworks fun event at the top of the park, which should be amazing. They will have a patriotic cocktail menu, beer specials, and a sparkler photo contest, which is probably all the fireworks you'll get because Cincinnati doesn't really do fireworks on 4th of July. So, um, but that sounds really fun. Love that. But you can catch fireworks on July 4th at Kings Island, Alt Park, and Fort Thomas in Kentucky. Oh, you might be able to see those from there, the Fort Thomas ones. Leading up to the 4th, there are many different celebrations with fireworks happening in the suburbs of Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. I know Blue Ash does a big event at Summit Park, Mm -hmm. and Sharonville usually does a pretty big presentation as well. Yep. Coney Island will be doing their La Rosa's hot air balloon glow event with fireworks, and that will be on July 3rd. Oh, okay. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but at Tahona in Summit Park, Looking Glass Restaurants is hosting like a VIP. So you oh. can buy a ticket for $100 a person. It's that um, you'll get drink tickets. It's like an unlimited taco bar. And then you can also go in and out. So you can like go in and have dinner and then go walk around and see what's going on. But then you can come back and like sit there and have an insane view for the fireworks. That's like in a chair, not sitting on a blanket in the grass and getting eaten alive by bugs. So, so you can see the fireworks from there? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then they'll have inside, which will be air conditioned. It's not huge inside, but obviously you won't want to be there sitting for the fireworks. You'll go outside. Right. But you can go inside. They'll have private restrooms, which is clutch. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Sounds like a good, a good time. So check that out for sure, because that will probably sell out. Well, speaking of looking glass, we are hoping to get to Emory and Marymont next week, they're releasing their summer menu. We really want to try it. Oh, for sure. I cannot wait. And um, next episode, I'll have an update of the experience that I had at Solstice. So that'll be something to look forward to, too. Yes. Very exciting. Always new good things happening. So I guess that's it for this episode. Awesome. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Cincinnati Foodies. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and follow us on Instagram. If you have any news restaurants to check out or you would like to be featured, you can email us at CincinnatiFoodies513 at gmail.com or slide into those DMs at Cincinnati Foodies on Instagram.